Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Strong AF Podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Yuri. And we are your vegan weight loss coaches. Yes, we are. <laughs> We're so excited to be talking about one of our favorite things, right? Vegan and definitely, kids. Definitely. I don't know if that's yeah. one of our favorite things to talk about, but any given day. <laughs> <laughs> we love our children, but like any parents, you know, children can drive their parents crazy. So ours do that very, very well. <laughs> and we have three boys. So as you can imagine, we have our hands full. So let's get ready and dive in to today's episode. All right. So <laughs> we haven't always been vegan, as you know, if you've listened to our former podcast uh, episodes. Um, we actually went vegan about eight eight months ago eight months something like that <laughs> and we started off pescatarian and then kind of slowly transitioned into vegan and um initially when as we were doing this like our goal was not necessarily to <clears throat> have our kids go vegan with us um but we started learning more about the health benefits and why this could really impact them as well and so we decided to uh, kind of slowly transition them. Plus, it was more difficult to uh, cook two meals. Yeah, for, for, for us, eating a vegan lifestyle while cooking mm -hmm. animal flesh and dairy products and stuff like that, it really wasn't beneficial for our household. So. Yeah, exactly. And we sat down and had a conversation with our kids about this. Um, before we started doing it and we just slowly transitioned them out. I mean, we didn't just cut everything out to begin with and, and made sure that it was things that our kids liked. So we'll dive a little bit more into kind of the process of how we were able to do that. And then how our kids are now with that, because we do have a wide age range with our children. So, uh, it, I think it provides a good perspective for anyone out there who is vegan or looking to go vegan and has children um, and wants to make this a family affair. You can definitely do it. Yeah, exactly. Don't be afraid. Yeah. So um, one of the big reasons that we decided to go ahead and transition our kids to vegan as well is because of the health benefits behind vegan. So our middle child, Camden, who is three, he has, um, I guess it's childhood asthma. Like they can't technically diagnose him with asthma because he's not old enough to take the test. But um, he was in and out of the hospital a lot as a child. In and out, in <laughs> and out. Really hurts your pockets. It does. Um, but more than that, it was just like terrifying to wake up at three in the morning and hear him on the baby monitor wheezing, um, just not able to catch his breath, just <gasps> constantly. Um, I mean, we were probably in the hospital at least twice a month, every month from the time he was six months until he was almost two years old. Yeah, these emergency room visits can be costly. Yeah. And the thing is, like, we had the albuterol, we had the um, inhaled steroid, but even with that, sometimes it just wasn't enough to help his lungs and he would have to go to the hospital and get like an actual oral steroid. And that was the only thing that would um, help him. So even with the at-home medications, like it just wasn't always enough for him. So we spent a lot of time in the hospital and knowing that 
living a vegan lifestyle, being more plant-based in the types of foods that you eat can reduce the mucus in your body. We knew we had to do this for him. Yes. And especially for, for me as well with my health problems, like we discussed in other episodes. So it was a no brainer for us. Yeah, exactly. And also he has asthma. Uh, I mean, sorry, he has uh, eczema as well. So, you know, there was a couple of different reasons that we wanted to do this just to clear out the toxins out of his body as much as possible. Um, I mean, it is harder to get children to eat fully whole foods. Um, that is something that we're still working towards with them, but it's not necessarily um, where they're at yet. It has to be, or in my opinion, I believe it's a slower transition for children, especially those who have become accustomed to a certain type of food that they're eating. Yes, it's pretty much hit or miss. You try different things out and then they may like this or they may not like this. Or in our case, they used to like this and, <laughs> and <laughs> now, now they, they don't. don't really like this. So. Yeah, um, so things change. I mean, and that's the same way with kids in general, like whether it's plant-based or anything else, you know, um, you go through those phases where they love something and then the next day they're like, oh, this is nasty. I hate it. So it's the same thing with us that we have to go through. And it's just finding the things that they enjoy that we can make fun. Um, and also we don't have to say, oh, eat your vegan food. Like it's just eat your food, you know? Mm -hmm. um, we make it very common when we talk about it so it doesn't seem weird and off-putting and um that they're just completely different yeah because our oldest <laughs> loves to tell his classmates when they're virtually learning and we're vegan we don't eat this we eat that <laughs> just sort of like bragging and whatnot <laughs> yeah so it's it's very interesting the differences between the age groups so um our oldest is nine and he understands pretty well, I would say why and um, what we're doing because he listens. Um, we've watched a lot of documentaries that he's watched with us or at least um, seen parts of. So he's, he's more in that regurgitating um, phase. So he doesn't fully understand where he's comprehending and then able to tell you how he feels about it necessarily. He's more in that regurgitation type of phase where he's listening, he's, he's um, kind of gathering all that data, and then he's able to tell it back to you why. Um, but it's not necessarily, you know, in his own words or in his own feelings. Yeah, and our three-year-old, he just, is this chicken? Is this chicken? <laughs> yeah, it's chicken. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> it sure is. Enjoy that. That's the mushroom that you're calling chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Any kind of like tofu, tempeh, um, oyster mushrooms, they're all chicken to him. It's whatever it takes to have him eat it nice, calmly mm -hmm. without, I don't want this. This is a mushroom. I don't like mushrooms and stuff like that. But deep down, he likes more than he knows. Exactly. <laughs> and he's actually getting better too. Like we don't have to hide as much stuff. So um, I used to make chickpea nuggets and I would call them chicken nuggets because he wouldn't want to eat them if they were chickpea nuggets. Um, and now he's like, oh, chickpeas. Okay, yeah, I'll eat those. Um, or even mushrooms, he'll eat some mushrooms. So um, 
he'll they have to be in like small pieces he won't eat a large mushroom but he'll eat like little diced mushrooms he's like has it got mushrooms in it okay okay yeah that's the thing you'll learn their likes and dislikes Mm -hmm. like we know our two youngest they don't really need to see any kind of onion or anything like that because <laughs> they're just going to pick that out, set that to the side. <laughs> yeah. They want no parts of that. Yeah, exactly. And one of their favorite things is like a peanut butter and jelly. Um, so I try to make it a little bit healthier with almond butter. And um, I do like I just boil frozen fruit and put a little agave in there and uh, mash it up as a jelly. And they love that. Yeah, they eat that stuff up. Yeah. Little do they know it's, it's a lot healthier than what they were accustomed to before. Right. Exactly. And so with Camden, um, you know, he's he's in that picky phase, just like all other three-year-olds. Um, but he's doing a lot better. Like instead of saying for a snack, like, can I have candy or whatever? Um, he'll say, can I have an apple? Can I have a banana? Can I have an orange? And he actually prefers fruit now over other types of snacks. They all do, especially in between meals. Mm-hmm. Can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? You can't argue with that when they're over asking for a banana or mm-hmm. an apple or something like that instead of, oh, can I have these chips? Can I have this? Right. They're asking for healthy options. So exactly. You got to satisfy that urge. <laughs> it's so nice to hear. Um, especially when, you know, a lot of kids and especially them before we transitioned to this type of lifestyle, they were just eating those processed meal bars and things like that. Um, chips, uh, all these other snacks and chocolates and all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. which is not good for them. And Cam actually also has uh, sugar intolerance. So he's not allergic, but he has an intolerance. So it would cause digestive issues and skin issues as well when he would eat a lot of sugar. So getting him off of the artificial and also the like refined sugars has been a huge help. He does not seem to have those issues with natural sugars that are in the fruit. Yeah, it's a huge help to our laundry too because those were a blowout <laughs> diapers and pull-ups and yeah stuff. exactly <laughs> exactly and then our youngest um amari he's gonna be two in just a couple weeks so he has been plant-based for almost you know i would say a good six months fully plant-based and then the rest of the time was mostly plant-based after we started um And so his, like, he doesn't even know the difference at this point. It just, food is food. Yeah. And he he does very well. Like I said, as long as you don't stick any onions in there or Mm -hmm. too big of like a, what is it, like a tomato or a cucumber that's huge or something like that, he'll pretty much eat it all. He's probably our best eater, to be honest. You're probably between him and YJ. Yeah. Because YJ ate it, especially with him starting out. Well, that was the scary part, starting out, because he's very picky beforehand. But now we give him stuff and he just eats it. It's like, Mm -hmm. wow, where where was this guy two months ago when we we were eating crap? But (laughs) now you are. Here you are now eating tomatoes, eating onions, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Not over-questioning. Do I have to eat this? Can I eat everything but the onion? Can I eat everything except the tomato? Right. And their taste buds change as they start to change their way of eating. I've definitely noticed that. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> another really great thing is a lot of people are concerned about if, if my child's vegan, like, are they going to grow right? Are they going to have all the nutrients they need? Um, and keeping in mind, like before we decided to do this with them, we did talk to their pediatrician, let them know what we were doing because we wanted to make sure that they were getting all their nutrients in. That's the great thing, especially about pediatric care, mm -hmm. wherever you're taking your child, just make sure how they handle this information, like Ashley was saying, how we let them know we were going plant-based and they didn't say, oh no, don't do that. Mm -hmm. They're not going to get their protein. They're not going to get that. They were for it, gave us information about it. And only thing they recommended was maybe like B12 supplement mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah, they gave us like this huge printout about like all the types of proteins we could provide them, all the types of vitamin Ds, uh, sources that we could give them different things to get their nutrients in on a plant-based diet. And then, um, we do give them a multivitamin every day. Um, it's a plant, it's a vegan gummy vitamin. So that's really nice because the children enjoy taking that. And we know, because again, kids don't always eat all of their food. So even if you're feeding them the right things, they may not eat all of it. So it is good for them to have a supplement. Um, in most cases, now, as they've become older and they're eating their food, um, the supplements may vary. But for us, because they, <laughs> they're not always eating everything that they're given, it's best for us to provide them with a supplement. Yeah, they definitely enjoy these supplements. They beg for them, mm -hmm. especially if you're you're real busy throughout the day and you may have forgot. They don't forget. Oh, mom, you forgot to give us our gummy. You forgot to give us our gummy. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I want my gummy first. No, I want mine. And Cam is like so ready to turn four so that he can have two gummies. That's like his big deal is to get two gummies. <laughs> He's like, how old do I have to be? <laughs> yeah, he wants to be like his big bro and get two. Yeah. Because he... YJ sort of rubs it in his face and he's like, yeah, you've got one. I've got two. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. So, you know, the thing is that you just have to find what they like. Right. And we found some good things that they've enjoyed and we found some things that they really hated. Um, one of their favorites is again, the peanut butter and jelly sandwich that we do um, for breakfast. They absolutely love these pancakes. So, um, I make them with chickpea flour so that they're high in protein um, and also high in fiber. And they have a little bit of agave in there and then just water. Sometimes I'll add some cocoa powder to make them chocolate and they absolutely eat those things up. And then you can sneak some sea moss in there, give them 92 of 102 minerals that the body needs. So it's perfect for health wise indigestion. It's antiviral. It does a lot. Exactly. So what do you think is the hardest part about, um, you know, raising our kids vegan? At the beginning, it was just like you said, just testing them out. Like, like guinea pigs, see if they like this, maybe they'll like this. And then just looking for kid-friendly vegan recipes and stuff like that. But now we've pretty much got the gist of things. We know what their likes and dislikes. So now it's not that hard at all. I think the hardest thing from the perspective of like socializing, right? So like whenever they go spend the night with their grandparents, they have no clue what to give them. So I generally pack food for them to go over there. Um, and then as far as like 
birthdays and stuff like that. Um, like we went to their cousin's birthday party and they had, you know, regular cake and like different little finger foods and things like that. Um, so I try to always bring a substitute. So like a vegan donut or a vegan cupcake or something that they can indulge in, um, where they don't feel out of place or like they can't have something. Another thing is that we don't force them to not eat it. So if we're out somewhere like that and they go get one, I don't like yell at them. No, you're not allowed to have that. That's not okay. Because I feel like that's more off-putting. And in the long run, that would cause them to feel um, like they're just not allowed to have something. I don't ever want it to feel like an allowance, right? Yeah. And me, I jokingly kid with our oldest since he's nine. I'm like, you know better than that. You know you shouldn't have had that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's my, it's my last one. I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to do it again. I'm like, sure. And you call yourself vegan. <laughs> <laughs> but he always knows, like, we're we're messing with him. And because, again, we don't ever, like, yell at them or um, degrade them for, <laughs> for eating something that's not vegan. And it doesn't happen very often because anytime, like, we're home or we're out together somewhere, like, we're only getting something that's vegan, but it's just when you're at someone else's house. Um, and I'm not going to sit there and make them feel bad about themselves because of what they do or do not eat. So we don't ever force our children to do that when we're out. Um, and another reason for doing that is because I want them to not just see this as this is how my parents made me eat, right? But this is how I grew up. I understand why my parents did this and why they ate this way and why they fed us this way. And because of that, now that I'm an adult, I'm going to make these decisions on my own because I know it's the best thing for my body. Not just because my mom forced me to eat this. Mm -hmm. I was forced to eat food when I was younger. So our goal is not to continue that tradition of forcing people to eat these animal flesh or stuff like that. We want them to actually choose this lifestyle and love it and they can pass it on generation to generation, continue this healthy cycle of vegan food for health reasons and the environment, the animal flesh eating and stuff is in the past. So full speed ahead for the future of a green, healthy lifestyle. Right, exactly. In the same way that we kind of handle this with our children. We also handle this with our clients because um, our clients aren't always vegan. Uh, many times they uh, actually eat very few fruits and vegetables and they're coming to us because they want to incorporate more into their lifestyle. Those are my favorites. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yeah, we get you to have, have fun. You have no idea. You have no idea what you have in store. <laughs> exactly. So um, it's amazing because you know, you're able to teach them that you don't have to cut a lot out of your diet, just how much you can add in. And it's the same way with our kids. Like when we were transitioning them, it wasn't cutting things out of their diet. It was adding all these new things in. And now they don't ask for that stuff anymore. And they know like if they want ice cream, there's a vegan ice cream. If they want chicken nuggets, we can make you know, a vegan form of chicken nuggets, like basically anything that they want, 
we can have that without the animal products. <clears throat> yes, and that's one of the great benefits, the power of smoothies. You throw bananas in there and strawberries, and next thing you know, you can sneak a little bit of spinach or yeah. kale in there and stuff like that. They're eating green leafy vegetables, and they don't even know it. Oh, yeah, Cam loves some smoothies, um, and that's how we get like, the spinach and the kale and, and all those good things in there because he doesn't even realize it's there. Another thing is like when I make the ice cream, he also loves that. And you can sneak things in there too. So it's just like uh, frozen bananas and um, chocolate or whatever flavor you want in there. Kind of like you're making a smoothie, um, but you just make it a little bit thicker. You don't add so much water in there. Yes, they love it. We definitely love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely nice. Um, so I think those are the biggest things that I would say – our challenges, as um, if you would call it, as far as raising vegan children is just that social aspect of it and finding foods that they enjoy. But just with our oldest's birthday, he went to his grandparents' home for to celebrate like a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And she, knowing that everyone's vegan, she had vegan, vegan cake for him mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So eventually over time your family and friends they will adjust hopefully to benefit you that right. way you're not always the oddball out and you're watching them consume all this crap and you're stuck with whatever you brought or you're starving <laughs> <laughs> exactly but i would say definitely in the beginning to come prepared um because you probably they're not it's not necessarily because they don't want to accommodate you they, they don't, don't know, know how, how. yeah Exactly. So I would say start off by coming prepared. And then as they begin to understand and they're able to incorporate more in, then they will. Yes, definitely. They'll, they'll come around. (laughs) They always do. They do. Awesome. Well, we had such a great time talking to you all today about parenting vegan, because again, it's something that's very close to our heart because Mm -hmm. we do this all day, every day. Day to day. We don't skip a day. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, you know, it's it's something that's very close to us and there are challenges in there and you have to kind of be strong and your kids have to be strong when it comes to making decisions like this. So I think that this is a great thing to talk about. And even if you're not going full force into a vegan lifestyle with your children, then I think it's still good to know how to incorporate more plant-based items. You know, every meal doesn't have to include an animal product. Yes. Throw some fruit in there, throw some kind of veggies, Mm -hmm. carrots, something. Try just doing one meal a day with no animal products. You know, or simply for snacks instead of giving them Cheetos and Doritos Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Give them an apple, give them a banana, something healthy. They'll definitely enjoy it. Yeah. Just start small and then work your way up as you and your children feel comfortable. And eventually, you know, you'll be transitioning to vegan if that's your goal. And if not, you'll at least have more fruits and vegetables and more healthy options in your diet. Yes. You'll thank us. Your doctor will thank us. You'll see the benefits. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, one other thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I know we're kind of getting close on time here, but um, <laughs> our children, I can tell you right now, they are growing just fine. Okay. Our two year, our almost two year old is 33 pounds and he is 
right at two foot tall, th- right at three foot tall, <laughs> two foot. No, be short short it. <laughs> He's right at three foot tall. Uh, so 36 inches and he is 33 pounds. And then our three-year-old, he is, he was 45 pounds and he is very close to being four foot. He's just a couple inches away. He was like 46 inches tall, I believe. Yeah, he's growing big and strong. That's what he says. Every time he's eating his food, I'm, I'm going to grow strong. I'm, I'm a strong man. <laughs> I have that number mixed up. Please don't quote me on that <laughs> height, okay? <laughs> I have three children to keep up with. It's really hard to remember all of their heights. Um, but I can tell you that they're all in that 90 plus percentile. <laughs> Yes, they check all the boxes. Yes, exactly. So, you know, as long as you're giving them their multivitamin to supplement, if your doctor recommends that, and um, just making sure that you're having those regular checkups so that, you know, you know that they're on track and there's no issues, then there's not going to be any problems um, with their growth and everything. Yep. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. Y'all have a wonderful day. We're so excited that we got to come on here and chat with you today. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Next episode. Bye. Stay strong.